0: Are you ready to tackle your goals? Like creating a course, launching a podcast, opening a storefront, or growing your team? It's time to take action and I'm here to help. My name's Kelsey Knudsen, and this is the Get Shit Done Podcast. Learn from industry experts, fellow entrepreneurs, and your favorite business coach, AKA me. We keep it real and share all of the struggles and triumphs, plus the good, bad, and ugly parts of running a business. Get ready for some real, honest conversations about life, business, and mindset, all to help you be inspired and ready to take on the world. Now let's jump on in to this week's episode. Okay, today is going to feel a little counterintuitive. Hi, hello. Thanks for being here. We're jumping right in. I'm feeling a little sassy, and I just want this episode to be extremely productive for you, which is hilarious because the main category, topic, subject matter that we're covering today is how to do less. I know it's crazy, especially considering the podcast is literally called Get Shit Done. But I am obsessed with this concept because I think it's so important and I'm feeling the pressure to figure this out now more than ever. And I'm hoping maybe in our conversation today, I can help support you in your business and implementing this idea into your business. So first things first, We have to start with why this even matters in the first place. Why is this conversation happening? I, Kelsey, love to work too much. (laughs) And I have multiple stories of burnout. One famous one being when I was in the salon and fainted on the job. But another form of burnout that I don't talk about very often is all of these communities that I have helped build. I had come to a place where I would have once a week there would be like a week long period where I had in-person workshops that I am facilitating every month. And it would be like three days within the same week where I'm extremely like teaching heavy. And I found myself in this cycle where the days in between Monday would be client meetings and a workshop at night. Tuesday would be client meetings and a workshop in the afternoon, Wednesdays, dead, Thursdays, client meetings, Friday, more workshop in the afternoon, dead for the weekend, scrambling on the weekend to catch up. And I didn't realize this cycle was happening every other week. I felt like I would get into this good routine and flow. But that specific week of the month, I always would just be shooting from the hip. It's like every little inkling of a routine that existed went out the window. And I finally had to pause and be like, why is this happening? And I learned some things about myself in that pausing of it. I realized that I love people. I love teaching, but it does take a lot out of me. And this is recent stuff. The salon story is safe to tell, and I have no problem telling it because it was there's distance between when that happened and today me. And even though today me is doing 75 ish, even though today me has some pretty solid routines and is feeling pretty good, taking care of myself. I still have these moments where I'll just slip into this like hyper productivity state and all of a sudden I'm paying the price the next day and I don't want that anymore. So it's something I've been working through personally. Also, sorry, boys tracking my cycle more and paying attention to when I have different levels of energy and I actually like feel that motivation and inspiration kick in at a higher level and decrease at a significant level. So I'm trying to pay attention to all that stuff. And that inspired this week's conversation because I've learned a couple things and I'm hoping this could be helpful for you, too. So often when I'm meeting clients and we're going through that onboarding process, the beginning stages of working together, so often they're obsessed with getting shit done. They think they need to do this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. And nine times out of 10, what they actually really need to do is less, more of the right stuff and less of just stuff stuff. So I thought a whole episode. To help you self-filter this would be helpful. And that is my intention with today. So back to that story of that monthly burnout cycle I was on. Something I recently shifted. Well, two things. One, I crashed and burned one of my in-person events I was teaching. I totally paused it. And to the people who were part of that community who are listening to this episode, I'm sorry, but I had to. And it doesn't mean that offer is going away. I'm being all sneaky, sneaky here because something is definitely in the work. Something will come back. But I had to really check myself that I was not giving my best self to these people who really deserved it and that didn't feel right to me. So one thing I did is take something off my plate. But something else that I did that was so helpful is that week where I have a lot of group interaction, I'm coaching or facilitating a lot of stuff. What I chose to do is actually plug in a day during that week where I batch content. So if you're watching this on the YouTube's, sorry, podcast people, you're just going to have to have FOMO for a second. I actually old school printed off a calendar. You can hear it printed off a calendar and mapped out content for the next month. And that is what I do during that week. And so that usually falls on a Wednesday. I spend that whole day after a pretty meeting, heavy group activity, heavy day, and I'm just quiet and I'm with myself and I'm doing something creative and it is so helpful for me because a, then I don't have to worry about getting content out there later. And B it's a way I can recoup from the kind of like emotional, social exhaustion that I feel without still having progress. Like I feel productive on that day, even though I'm scheduling posts in my pajamas, it's the best. So all that to say that is hot tip. Number one, if you find yourself in a rhythm in your business where you have maybe a couple days in a row where it's super social or super physically demanding. And you see that on your calendar before you that time comes. Maybe you plan out the next day to do more of an admin task that needs to get done in your business that you don't have to shower and put makeup on for. And for me, that's planning out social media. So that's something I learned. It was super helpful. And maybe... As you're watching or listening to this, that's a little nugget you can take with you and take to your business and apply to your processes as well. But it's been game changing. It's been helpful. And just I think that awareness of like, OK, those weeks, my routines are going to be extremely tested. Also, those weeks I still need to eat. I know that sounds silly, but like I still need a block off time to eat lunch. I do need a block off time to get from A to B and not stress about running late. and. I have this weird thing where sometimes I meet with a lot of people and I feel like I didn't quote unquote do anything, but that's people. That's what people pay me to do is meet, strategize and help them execute in their business. And therefore, I need to prioritize those meetings and I need to be able to show up as my best self. So those are some things I've done recently just to help. I don't know. Stop this like severe up and down in the socialness of my business combined with the dips where I feel unmotivated. I've learned to ride the wave or create some better systems and know what activities work best then. Which also means when I'm in meeting mode, I just keep on going same with podcast mode like podcast Kelsey. I I could sit here and batch out like episode after episode after episode. This is my third recording this day and I work better that way. So I think it's important to know how you work best and setting up your schedule in that way. And know that it's important to set yourself up for success by working how you work best. Again, the days where I have meetings, I would rather have a bunch back to back to back, maybe some breaks in between, but I would rather just wear that one hat and then have a different day where it's an admin day. So hopefully that's helpful for you. But we're talking about doing less, not more. So we're not going to dive too much into that calendar strategy on this episode. Here's how else I know that this conversation is relevant. Are you the person who loves a good to-do list. I'm looking around. Ah, it's not accessible. Oh, no. Nope. My to-do list is not accessible. I love a good to-do list. I love crossing stuff off. And I'm still in wedding planning mode. So you believe that list is forever going. <laughs> I asked this question though, because I think sometimes we get so obsessed with just doing stuff and feeling productive that we don't stop to actually pause and be like, do I actually need to do that thing yes or no? And I think it's important to know that for yourself and you don't know unless you pause and audit your list. One thing I want to share with you that I just wrote down in planning this episode is that you are like a battery, and you operate better when you are starting off from a fully plugged in state a hundred percent If you don't get good rest, if you are thirsty, if you are hungry, if you are anxious, tired, have a headache, have tension in your neck, your body hurts, it's hard for you to do your job, whatever your job is. If you're not operating at 100%, you're operating at a disadvantage. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. I just mean that your self-care should be that important, that that should actually take priority over that to-do list. And if you need to write down, drink water so you can cross it off your list, then do that. But I think so often we get so obsessed with quote unquote, getting shit done again, irony of the name of the podcast. But I think we get obsessed with completing these to do lists. And at the end of the day, you get 20 things done. But how many of them did you actually really have to do? It feels productive, but it might not be. You might be just spinning your wheels. So I think an important thing to do is to go through and audit that list. Go through and look at it. I recently did this awesome workshop with one of my clients and her team. It's inspired by Mike McCallowitz's book Clockwork which ironically was sent to me by my business coach from 2020. And I think it sat on my shelf for like a year before I opened it. And once I read it, I was like, oh, this is why she sent this book. (laughs) Shout out, Melissa. Thank you. But it changed things for me and it's still changing things for me. What we did is we in this workshop, we literally on sticky notes wrote down all the different tasks they do in this business. Every single task from client consultation to paying invoices to sending proposals, all those tasks on sticky notes. And then we had them all spread out around us. And then we created like a pipeline of what is the most important to what is the least important. Like if nothing else, if these first five things get done, you have a business, right? And it was incredibly hard. But what was so cool about it at the very, very bottom of the list, guess what was down there? Taking photos of work, social media content creation. I think there was TikTok was on there, email marketing, things like that. And it doesn't mean to not do those things, but what it does do is it provides perspective on what really matters in your business. So back to the question of what's on your to-do list, maybe go through and do that. Maybe you should write down all the different tasks you do in your business and do an audit. Realistically, what has to happen to move the needle forward? I mentioned earlier, I know for me, the best use of my time is meeting with people. If I could just focus on meeting with my clients and meeting with potential clients and nothing else, then I would have a good business. I do have a good business. I've had to recently come to this realization that really it can be that simple, which means all the other admin stuff, the email follow ups, the scheduling of those people, the follow up after that meeting with that person. I have to trust someone to do that for me or I have to do it myself. Those are my options. That's it. So I think it's important to have that clarity on what to focus your time and energy on and knowing what is that core activity in business that you almost have to like protect, like wrap a bubble around and then what things help foster that activity. So that's for me where things like this podcast, my social media, my Facebook community, the Get Shit Done Club, that's where all of that comes in, because at the end of the day, all of these things lead to maybe somebody listening to this, watching this saying, hey, you know, I actually would like to get Kelsey's perspective on this. Maybe I'll have a coffee with her. And all of that protects that one core activity. So you can see how it creates this ecosystem, this clarity of where to focus your time and energy. And I think not enough of us do that. I think we just, oh my gosh, TikTok, Pinterest. I need to get back to that email. Oh, so-and-so wants me to come do a pop-up shop. I am going to help them design a sticker oh my gosh, so-and-so wants me to come speak. And it, then all of a sudden we're committing to all these different things. And it's like, what is actually serving you in your business? So that entire tangent, <laughs> that entire rant is to get you to audit your to-do list just to make sure the right stuff is on there. Okay, real talk. When I wake up in the morning, I am not the person who needs to hurry up and eat breakfast. However, I am the person who's going to make a cup of coffee. And I have found if I put collagen in my coffee, A, I just feel better. B, I get a little bit more protein and some calories in right off the day. And ultimately, it's been so helpful in my productivity in the morning. So I wanted to tell you about it. I'm currently using First Forms Chocolate Flavor. It's my favorite. And it's been a great tool in just getting my day off on the right foot, making sure I'm getting some protein in. And honestly, it makes it taste good. I have it linked in my show notes if you're interested. Just thought I would share because it's been helpful for me too. I have a really good story to share with you about how to know what to do with this do less attitude, and it's actually inspired by this group in first form that I'm a part of. We were just having a convo, a group call about what's going well, what's not going well, and one person was just talking about how she was kind of on this burnout cycle where she'd have days where she felt hyper productive. She used the words, I think it was hyper productivity to burnout. Like she would have days where she just gets a lot done and days where she couldn't do anything. And instead of trying to force her to pick herself up on those days she couldn't do anything, I asked the question, you know those days where you feel like invincible and you're just like, go, go, go. Before you do that last thing, don't. (laughs) And the analogy I gave to this story was back in the day, I, I feel like this is like my grandma's generation, but there was this saying that You know, before you walk out the door back then, people would wear a lot more jewelry than they do now. But before you walk out the door, you look in the mirror and then you're supposed to take one piece of jewelry off so as not to like have too much going on. It's like that same concept, but applying it to business. So on those days, you're feeling really good and productive. You don't have to keep going because if it's if you do keep going, it's going to cost you tomorrow. And then if it costs you tomorrow, that just sets you backwards. It's like two steps forward, one step back. And it's not worth it. And this is something I struggle with, too, because there are days where I'm just like in flow and all of a sudden it's 9 p.m. And I'm go, go, go. No, (laughs) the hardest days for me are actually the days where I want to keep going and I have to tell myself to stop. But I'm always grateful the next day because I'm even if I'm not feeling my best self the next day, say I have cramps or say I woke up with a headache or I just didn't sleep well, even then, if I'm not optimal, I'm still productive rather than having hyper productivity and then burn and then hyper productivity and then burn. It doesn't mean I don't rest. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm just saying, catch yourself before that can even be a possibility. And I think that's extremely important. Another story I want to share with you about this do less attitude is inspired by some recent businesses that I've been working with that are actually bigger, bigger meaning multi six, multi seven figure entrepreneurs. And it's funny because I think there's this misconception that at a certain quote unquote level of business success that someone has in business that they like have it just all figured out and their life gets easier. And it's funny because I actually think it gets harder, <laughs> but I think people have this romanticized idea like once I can hire for X position or once I have X number of revenue and I know my bills are paid, everything's going to be amazing and awesome. And it's just not true because every new level you hit, you it's a new level, new devil. There's new challenges. What got you to this point and the things you know how to do only got you to a certain level and then now you're on this next level. And what does that mean? And now you need new tools and you don't have them. So it's like you're an infant again, but you're playing in this adult pool and it's hard and I've seen it firsthand. I think at the end of the day, as you grow bigger and you have a team, not only are you letting yourself down if you're not well, you're letting your team down and they're relying on you. I think that's something people don't think about. So that's why taking great care of yourself setting yourself up for success to lead effectively and a lot of that starts with having really good systems in place having that self-care in place having that clarity of where you're going if you can figure that out as a complete solopreneur it gets easier to bring on those contractors and once you have those contractors and then you have w2 employees then it gets easier to bring them on and so on and so forth the bigger businesses not only are they risking the potential of letting themselves down say they have like a really shitty week It doesn't just affect them. It affects their team and their team interfaces with clients. So they have even more reason to take better care of themselves than ever. On the flip side, that can also be extremely motivating, but it's scary. What if revenue is not there? What if you have a terrible month? What if you aren't in the black? What if you can't afford to pay your people, but you need your people? Well, what is your job as a boss? It's to inspire and motivate and encourage you have the right people in the right seats all facing the same direction. Rarely once you have a larger team are you sitting in the bus also. Rarely are you rowing the boat. You're usually the captain. You're the one with the map. You're the one with the telescope thingy. You're the one dictating the direction of the ship. And so if you don't know those things and you can't communicate that to your team, then people are rowing, no one's in sync and you're not going anywhere and it's costing you money. So Don't let that misconception fool you, whether you're a team of none or many, you have to take care of yourself. And that comes with simplicity. I know that feels a little counterproductive, but I'm just in this season of simplicity. Get clear on where your time is best spent. Another thing to think about when you have a team is not only do you have to take care of yourself because you don't want your team who relies on you to be anxious, nervous, overwhelmed, unsure. But you also need them to perform their best. So if they see you taking great care of yourself, they're going to copy that behavior that's going to become a part of the company culture. If they see you prioritizing self-care and really making that a priority and the way that you show up for them, then it's going to inspire them to show up for each other and for their clients that way. And that's what you want. So I share this topic today to hopefully get you to really think about productivity in a different way. I'm all about getting stuff done. You know, you know that I am. I'm all about execution of goals. I'm all about, again, just being really intentional and efficient. But I also think there are some lessons in keeping it simple and doing less that should not go unnoticed as well. A great final story I'll share with you is that I'm getting married next month. Literally, as this episode is coming out, it's like a month almost to the day, which is wild. And I completely changed my entire calendar after... We got engaged. Actually, within the last couple of months, I completely changed my entire calendar for the rest of the year to make room to just be. And I am in a season of simplicity. I have cut back offers. I've even taken things off my website. So really, if you want to work with me, you can come to one of my networking events. You can come to my free online community where I do live trainings every Wednesday at 9 a.m. It's called the Get Shit Done Club on Facebook or you can reach out to see if I have capacity for one-on-one clients, and that's it. I have other stuff in the works and things that will come after the wedding, but I am truly in my season of simplicity, and I feel at peace, and I want that for you too. In a time where it could potentially be extremely stressful and I can be overwhelmed, I don't feel that, and it's because I am honoring this peace. I am having the clarity of where to put my time and energy and focus. I know that activity of those core functions within my business. I know where my time is best spent and I know where to focus my energy on. And anytime I get distracted, it's usually because I'm focusing on something further down on the list and I'm learning to trust better. (laughs) It's hard, but I am. And at the end of this, I, I hope you realize that you need that time and space to focus on you as well. In fact, that is what I'm going to be teaching in Baja in 2024, March, 2024 with my friend Karina. We have a few spots left so if you are a business owner if you are wanting to find this piece work less we're also going to be doing some yoga and mindfulness and motivational stuff i can't even like word to you i can't even explain how amazing this workshop is it's six days long we all stay together it's amazing and i highly encourage you to apply to see if you would be a fit for this offer I'll have the link in the show notes, but it's true slash business dash retreat. I would absolutely love for you to apply if you apply. And if you come from this podcast, let us know in the application so that way we can give you a special shout out. But that's exactly the topic I plan on teaching at the retreat. And I cannot wait. I am so excited. I hope you have an awesome week. And instead of getting shit done, I encourage you to do less. Let me know how that goes and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope it was valuable and prepared you to take bold, decisive action. And remember, there's no shortcut for the show up. So go do the thing. Check out KelseyMarieKnutzen.com slash podcast for all the notes and resources we mentioned in the episode. If you found the podcast extra helpful, please leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or share it with someone who needs to hear it. As always, I love what I do and it's because of you. That's all for now. Let's make this month matter and get shit.